are so glad you're here. I am Bethany. And I'm Ryan Bomberger. And it's March. That means it's Women's History Month. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Women still exist? What? I am all woman. <laughs> yes, you are. No big activism will ever take that away. Amen. The women exist. <laughs> Let me hear you in your car. Let what? me hear you in your house. Give me a whoop, 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 whoop. Well, I'm not a woman, so I guess. I yeah, was, so. Was but you were just encouraging. You were yeah, cheerleading okay. for the women. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> So, anyway. Right. So, in honor of history making sheroes, we're going to, um, today we're going to expose the biggest killer of those who will never be able to make history, Planned Parenthood. Yep. America's biggest hoax is a global Mm -hmm. abortion chain that has 2.3 billion in assets. 2.3 billion. But don't worry. American Mm -hmm. taxpayers were forced to fund the abortion giant, 618 million Mm -hmm. in 2020. Why are we even funding this corrupt cor- corporation? It's, this is ridiculous. It is. And actually, as a woman, if I could speak for the women out there. I'm, you can. Yeah, I'm offended that they've exploited us for decades, pretending, you know, that they're fighting for our rights. And funny how actually the fight padded their pockets while emptying our, our souls, honey, and our wombs, if I can say that. Wow. Yeah. And like the pro-life group Feminist for Life declares women deserve better than abortion. I echo that sentiment. And we know that Planned Parenthood kills 972 human lives every day. That's 41 every hour. That's more than one unrepeatable human life every two minutes. I just, something just happens to me when you, when you lay out the numbers like that. When you talk about every two minutes, a life destroyed. Mm. But don't worry, everyone. It's, it's none of your business, especially if you're a man mm. like me. You know, the whole no uterus, no say. Funny how that doesn't apply to transgender folks. <laughs> mm. All throughout COVID, abortion has been branded mm. essential health care. Right. And the right? only thing that's essential is for the church to wake up and acknowledge the commercialized killing that's happening all around us. Amen. Um, I love this quote. I read it from the late evangelist Leonard Ravenhill, who is amazing. Now again, he says, the shadow of darkness and death is over this generation like nothing we've ever had before. And yet the greatest tragedy of all is this, a sick church in a dying world. Wow. Wow, that's... That is so deep and that is so relevant. I think that the quote was from years and years ago. And here we are years right. later and it's exponentially worse. We don't need a church 
issuing apologies, you know, like it did after slavery, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. decades and decades later, after the fact, thanks, uh, but too mm-hmm. late. Right. I think of the guy, the pastor in, in Georgia who says that Planned Parenthood, he's a pastor of a megachurch, Planned Parenthood makes him a better pastor. Oh, the Reverend Timothy McDonald. Yes. Who, out. yeah, who was, by the way, a board member of Planned Parenthood. Right. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how mm-hmm. you'll just talk up the people who are paying you. Mm-hmm. Um instead of uh, the God that you're supposed to be serving. It's, it's frightening, actually. You can't serve God and Planned Parenthood. You can't. I'm going to say that. You mm-hmm. cannot serve God mm-hmm. and Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're serving a God, a yeah. little G God, all right, you know? <laughs> it's the God of this age. And we find that in 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 that says, the God of this age has blinded the minds mm-hmm. of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel mm-hmm. that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Whew. Wake up, church. Come on. Folks, let's wake up. And to think that so many churches actually defend or partner with Planned Parenthood, the deception is real, people. And the sad part about it, too, is that these are folks who think that they're doing something for the good of women. They really are deceived into thinking that. And the enemy is so cunning. He takes that compassion that God has placed in our souls and he, he plays on it. And the only way that we're going to know the difference between what God is calling us to do and what the enemy is twisting is to be in the word and to measure everything by the standard of, of the Bible. Absolutely. And see, I love how you put that because it's that compassion that gets so twisted and distorted. Right. And it's that compassion that Planned Parenthood wants to exploit. Right. That's why they 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 are the ultimate panderer. Yeah. They, they inject themselves into... <laughs> Well, actually, I kind of look like this. Remember the old um, Bugs Bunny cartoon where right. the, the carrot dangling in front oh, yeah. of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is what they do. They dangle their propaganda like a carrot into every mm-hmm. social cause, luring mm-hmm. millions of misinformed activists mm-hmm. to their side. Mm-hmm. And here's that whole compassion thing getting twisted and distorted. It's easy to do that, though, uh, to do that whole dangling of the, the carrot for Planned Parenthood because they have all kinds of discretionary income right. to fund the propaganda. Now, get this. Because this, I mean, aside from the the fact that they're, they're killing 947 human lives every day, this is so upsetting. Not as upsetting as that, but this right. is upsetting. Planned Parenthood spends $241.3 million. Mm-hmm. This is what they spent last year in lobbying, advertising, mm-hmm. and fundraising. $241 million. So again, I ask the question, mm-hmm. why in the heck are we funding mm-hmm. a multi-billion dollar organization that spends $241 million just to advertise itself, and it's lies. And it's lies that are grooming a whole lot of fake feminists, like we yes. like to say, because feminism, in my opinion, a true feminist is one who understands the beauty of being a woman, yes. understands that the role of a woman doesn't mean that we have to step on a man to get anywhere. Amen to that. And it means that we, we take pride and ownership in knowing that our bodies are beautiful and different than men we can do things that men can't do and so amen we, to that too yeah i'm just saying you you couldn't have carried any babies nope nope you couldn't have fed any babies nope you could well have, by bottle i'm just saying like you know women Not the can same. feed babies while they're in their womb growing life inside of our own bodies this is beautiful this is what a true feminist sees understands and communicates with the world it says you know what you are beautiful because you're a woman and you know what men have their own reasons and their own beautiful things in their roles and their abilities i know right 
And that's the thing. We are both beautiful in very different ways, but right. there's no denying the differences. And it's not just the physiological differences, the psychological differences, sure. emotional differences. There are differences between us. And as a rule, yes, not every guy is like another guy. Not every woman is like another woman Mm-mm. as far as the psychological, emotional, but obviously physiologically, yeah, there are... And you know what? Things that are the standard come with the the standard package. And that's got, that's by design because God wants women to be a revelation of certain parts of Himself, and men are the revelation of the image of God and His characteristics in a different way. But our whole thing is this is a lot of money that's grooming a lot of fake feminists. And when we come back after this very quick break, it's game show time. I can't wait. Cause you know what? We like doing things a little differently here. A little bit differently. There's no podcast quite like life has purpose. We love taking on the ridiculous. Right. Visit us at lifehaspurpose.com and subscribe on every major podcast platform. Life has purpose. They love to tell ya, abortion's all good for ya. Just pay a fee and get equality. Their fraud's extensive, their lies defenseless. But paranoid's been counting for a century. It's fake feminism. It's fake feminism. It's fake feminism. They don't want you to know. This is basic health care. Thousands of women die before Roe every year. We're not political. Planned Parenthood, we're not partisan. Planned Parenthood is fake feminism. Fake feminism. Fake feminism. They don't want you to know. Fake feminism. Fake feminism. Fake feminism. All they want is your doubt. Listen. Download and subscribe at lifehaspurpose.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Welcome to Fake Feminism, the game show that pretends that women matter. I'm your host, Hugh Jenick. Today's theme is all about Planned Parenthood. Let me introduce today's contestants. She's a mom. Wait, that's it? Nothing else? She's just a mom? Well, okay. Welcome, Martha. Um, it's actually Marie. And to her right is an up-and-coming social justice activist who's learning that motherhood isn't a real job from her local Girl Scout troop, Amber Guity. Hi. Welcome, ladies. Uh, may I call you that? Yes, of course. That's so, like, patriarchal. Great. To our first question. According to Planned Parenthood, who has babies? Men, women, or yes, Mary. Hi, Hugh. It's Marie. Uh, women, mothers. Nope. Sorry. Ambiguity. Uh, that's so easy. Pregnant people or birthing people. You're absolutely correct. Next question. According to Planned Parenthood's online sexual health chatbot for kids called Rue, when does life begin? Yes, Michelle. Oh my goodness. I just went over this with my kiddos in our health class, and I know this one. 95% of biologists confirm that life begins at conception. I got this. Well, that's interesting, but that's not what Rue said. So no, ambiguity. Uh, we can't 
possibly know from like science or stuff like that. So I think like Rue didn't have an answer. The judges agree. Rue is based on feelings and not on objective science. So you are correct. I feel like so affirmed. Something doesn't seem right here. Next question. What are the physical features that clearly distinguish between boys and girls? All right, Mindy. It's Marie. Um, your private parts? That's so 2005. Sorry, Amber. There are like none. Body parts so don't determine your gender. Your heart does. You're absolutely right. Planned Parenthood's guidelines on how to talk to your preschoolers about gender identity stating, quote, your genitals don't make you a boy or a girl, end quote. That is ridiculous. Then what are you, Mr. Hugenic? I'm a man. What makes you a man? Well, y- y- you you know, because uh, um, I have a... Th- this is a family show. <laughs> You're a guy. Be who you want to be, Hugh, okay? Don't let anyone tell you biology matters. Oh, ambiguity. You're gonna make me cry. Heart emoji. Uh, what's going on right now? Okay, back to the contest. Last question. Planned Parenthood is a 501c3 nonprofit. How much profit did the abortion, whoops, healthcare organization make in its latest reported year? Yes, Mary. Hi, Hugh. It's Marie. I know this one. $69 million in 2020 and $111 million the year before. Are you sure about that? 100%. It's in their own annual reports. Looks like this homeschooling mom needs to be schooled. <laughs> Amberguity. Uh, you just said, like, Planned Parenthood is a non-profit. So that means it totally doesn't make a profit. Like, duh. That's, that's... That's not what nonprofit means. Well, the audience knows that sound. It's time for a fact check. Let's go to that famous 2015 congressional hearing where the president of Planned Parenthood at that time, Cecile Richards, broke it down for the patriarchy. In your annual report, reports that 117.63 million in excess revenues for the fiscal year of 2013-2014. That number has jumped 18.5 million from its report in 2009-2010. Why, why are we seeing such a growth in those that profit? Well, we ra- it's not pro- So let me just be really clear, just in terms of terminology, it's not profit. Well, there you have it. Planned Parenthood CEO said they don't profit. But that's the very definition of profit. Excess revenue over expenses. I mean... Sorry, it's been fact-checked by Facebook. <sighs> Feminist facts are, like, so cool. And that sound tells us the game is over. And like basement-bound Joe Biden upsetting an election, ambiguity has stolen the game. Way to go! I'm sure you'll get some badges for your girl power. Whoops. (laughs) I mean, person who identifies as a girl but is certainly not bound by binary oppression power. (laughs) Can I, like, identify as the show host? Uh, no. (laughs) Identity isn't always reality, dear. (laughs) Whoops. Thought my mic was off. (laughs) Join us next week as we tackle global warming. I mean, global cooling. I mean, climate change. With experts in the field, Greta Thunberg and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. 
That's if the world doesn't come to an end first. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye for now, or forever, whichever. <laughs> we love oh, to have fun. Yes, we do. Oh my gosh. Every day. Yep. It's the only way, honestly, to stay sane. It is. Yep. And, and when we come back, we'll continue breaking down Pram Yeah, we'll continue breaking down Planned Parenthood's latest annual report. But first, Ryan's got a little Women's History Month lesson that hmm, just might shock you. Mm, just might. Every week, Ryan's articles appear on various news outlets. Each week, we'll feature one of his latest commentaries. It's time for some fearless factivism. The pro-life Republican president who made Women's History Month possible. Women's History Month. I'm all for it. We should celebrate anyone who has helped to positively shape the greatest nation on earth. And yes, my American exceptionalism bias will always show. Of course, in this day and age, it's gotten a bit murky since anyone apparently can be a woman. Perhaps the historical designation has run its course. It's increasingly being made irrelevant by a pseudoscientific ideology that denies there is any distinction between women and men. We're all just the same, and we can all be the same as long as we self-identify as anything we want to be. I think, therefore, I am has a whole new meaning. If only women knew this special semantic trick back during the early part of the 20th century. They could have been voting long before the 19th Amendment. Why wait until 1920 when all they need to do was to temporarily self-identify as males and voila, voting ballot done. Isn't that how it works today? Born Caucasian but want to be black? No problem. Just dolas all it. Born a man but feeling like a woman? Be gendered. Or is that degenerated? I know some people get all testy when you get all historical about things, ironically, especially during Women's History Month. But the joint resolution making Women's History Week possible was the result of, wait for it, patriarchy. The very men blasted with waging an imaginary war on women voted to celebrate women's historical contributions to this great nation. Not one of these pro-abortion female politicians featured in the headline image of this article would ever have made history if they were victims of the senseless violence they all support or supported. From Vice President Kamala Harris to Hillary Clinton to Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to Senator Tammy Duckworth, to Representative Maxine Waters, to Speaker Nancy Pelosi, to the late Shirley Chisholm. Not one of them could have achieved anything if their lives were cut short by so-called reproductive freedom. Shouldn't we give every girl the chance to be born and become a history maker? Isn't that true empowerment? Fake feminists might get all Ashley Judd on this, but they need to thank pro-life Republican Orrin Hatch for sponsoring the Senate bill that made history for women. Yes, Women's History Week, the precursor to Women's History Month, was introduced in February 1981 and signed by a pro-life Republican president, Ronald Reagan, in August of the same year. I can hear some women's marchers screaming for a safe space right now. The bipartisan effort was co-sponsored by 35 other senators, 18 were Democrats, 18 were Republicans, all of them but one were men. A subsequent Senate resolution, which made the commemoration the entire month of March, was again sponsored by Senator Orrin Hatch and again signed by President Reagan. I honestly think this could trigger the sudden and desperate need for cookies and coloring books on campuses across the country. So just breathe, women's studies majors. Breathe. So when you see posts on your favorite social media about American women who've blazed trails, thank Reagan. Thank those blamed for all the wrongs of patriarchy by today's historically challenged 
so-called feminists. More importantly, when you celebrate a history-making woman, thank the mother who didn't choose to abort her and the father who, most times, helped to shape her into the woman she became. I'm Ryan Bomberger, and you can find this op-ed at radiance.life slash Women's History Month. Listen to the Life Has Purpose podcast. Who knew? Uh, I guess the patriarchy isn't so evil after all. Who knew? Is right. Men actually do good things. Yes, they do. But you wouldn't know that if you uh, listen to fake feminism. Mm-hmm. And so we just have a few other things we just want to point out about Planned Parenthood's yeah. latest annual report, which, of course, in an annual report, you brag about the things that you value most. Right. That's right. One of the crazy things about this annual report is, let's talk about women, because supposedly Planned Parenthood fights for women and for women's rights, but yet in this latest annual report, you don't even see women. They're not even mentioned actually till page 11. Yeah. They actually, (laughs) page 10, they talk about transgender and males. So wait, wait. So they talk about transgender, transgenders and males, and I put in transgenders in quotes, by the way. Before. Before women. Right. Before women are even mentioned. How crazy is this? Okay, and honestly, why are they even talking about transgender when they're selling themselves as women's health care? Oh, but that's changed. Well, I guess that's if you changing think you're now. a woman. I mean, these are the same people that call, you know, <laughs> mothers and women, you know, pregnant people and right. birthing people. But there's a reason for that because their business model, they're understanding that if something happens with their main revenue maker, right. abortion, right, they the, want this backup. They've got the transgender Community. hormone therapy and surgery. Right. They've got that all in lockdown, and they're getting funded for that as and, well, right? Because taxpayer funding, yeah. Because real healthcare doesn't matter to them, so it doesn't matter. No. How about father and dad? How many times is that mentioned in? Their annual report. Uh, let me guess. Uh, zero. Yeah, it's zero. <laughs> how about mother, mom or mother? Yeah, guess what? Zero. zero. <laughs> okay, babe, so how about the word parent? Yeah, how about the word parent? <laughs> because other than in their own name, uh, parents are only mentioned two times in Planned Parenthood's annual report. Ironic. And, yeah, I know. And those instances are only because they wanted to tout their online sex education for kids, as they call it, like mm. Rue during COVID. You know, that real medically accurate stuff like your genitals don't make you a boy or a girl. And they bragged that there were 4.9 million conversations with the kids' chat box Rue. Boo. Look, there's a whole lot of denial over there at Planned Parenthood, like their denial of major medical services to women. Mm -hmm. And in the last, if you just look at the last decade, the last 10 years, breast exams have plummeted 64% at Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. They actually commit nearly 100,000 more abortions a year than manual breast cancer exams. Pap tests down a whole whopping 65%. Prenatal care down 73% in the past 10 years. And yeah, in 2010, actually, they they provided nearly 32,000 prenatal visits. And last year, (laughs) just over 8,600, which I would even question that number. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, knowing what we know (laughs) and knowing that that's not part of their model. Yeah, well, they abort truth every single day, so. That's true. And and what do they count as even prenatal services? Exactly. That's not per person. I don't buy it. 
that's you know they probably because they gave a pamphlet about prenatal services so they called it a right, service right. you know okay. what i mean see i was gonna say this has to be inflated seriously well. but they'll board those services entirely soon anyway right. prenatal services that's kind of what they do so while all these real medical services are plummeting guess what isn't mm. abortion of right. course this last year planned parenthood committed the most abortions ever Sweet in their Jesus. history three hundred fifty-four thousand eight hundred seventy-one, and i just that is 354,871 unrepeatable lives destroyed by Planned Parenthood. And just to put this into context, that's an 8% increase over the past 10 years. So while all these other major medical services are plummeting, abortion, of course, isn't. And that's why we can't stop learning about what's going on. We can't stop being informed about what's going on because Ryan, as long as we've been doing this, we've never gotten to a place where we can talk about this and our hearts aren't broken because it never stops breaking our hearts. You know why? Because it never stops breaking the heart of the creator. And you know what? You can see uh, all these numbers on our website at radiance.life forward slash less care. It's important to know what's really going on. I mean, I've heard on the news, oh, abortion numbers are down, but... Stop listening to all that. Let's look at their annual report, which is what obviously we're doing right now, and let's dissect it and really know what's going on yeah. so that we can really be informed and take a bold stand. Amen to that. Yeah, we love delivering factivism so that you can see through mm-hmm. the BS. Just so you know, that that's bogus stuff. Okay. <laughs> Just want to clarify. Right. You know, as a, as a woman, I'm tired of the fake feminism. I'm tired of being exploited by an abortion business with $2.3 billion in assets, mm. pretending that it cares about women. Uh, in fact, with their whole transgenderism advocacy, they're doing all they can to erase women. Yep. I mean, honestly, what is this all going to look like? What is all this transgenderism and all this gender change going to look like even in one generation? But despite serving 600,000 less women this past year than 10 years ago, Planned Parenthood has swindled Americans out out of way more money than even that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've been forced to fund them. I mean, they've lost 20% of their client base this past decade, but somehow received 131 million more taxpayer dollars last Mm. year than they did in 2010 131 million more dollars mm-hmm. how does that work so wait less clients plus far less medical services mm-hmm. equals more government funding so i guess it pays to be a failure yeah not to mention their whole black lives matter propaganda remember when cecile richards the former president of planned parenthood mm-hmm. tweeting stop killing black people i mm-hmm. <laughs> let's start with you cecile <laughs> Planned Parenthood's the leading killer of black lives, Mm -hmm. around 318 killed every single day. Every single day. I mean, like we talked about before in the show, they are dangerous panderers. Yeah. It's not like some innocent pandering to every issue under the sun. They are dangerous in their pandering. On page 30 of their annual report, I want to read this. Planned Parenthood, who has called for the the abolition of prisons, (laughs) how convenient, you know, for their criminal abortionists like Dr. Gittler, who killed Tanya Reeves. Mm. Um, but Planned Parenthood is also affirming BLM's call to defund the police. And they say in their annual report, this is it, quote, as the country continues a long overdue reckoning with systemic racism and the murders of black people at the hands of police, Planned Parenthood stood alongside partners leading the fight for racial justice by supporting the call to defund the police and invest in community-based solutions, education, and health care instead of militarizing police forces, end quote. By the way, 
81% of black people polled by Gallup don't want police to be defunded. In fact, 81% want the same or more police presence in their communities. Wow. So not only does Planned Parenthood not speak for the black community, Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter doesn't speak for the majority of black lives. Can I get an amen? That's what that tells me. And you know what? The Radiance Foundation, we care about every life. Yes, we do. Because we're all made in the image of God. We all have purpose, whether we're planned or whether we're unplanned. And you know what? We're going to keep celebrating the things that uplift humanity and keep exposing those things mm-hmm. like Planned Parenthood that diminish and destroy humanity. And let's never forget that God loves us all, including the abortion workers. For so sure. when we talk about Planned Parenthood, I just want people mm-hmm. to understand our heart is for them to be rescued too. We want the unborn to be rescued. We want yes. the mo- mothers and the fathers to be rescued. But we also want those who've been lured into that industry Come on. to be rescued. That's why we love. Love. And then there were none. Yes. Abby. Thank you, Abby Pam, and Pam the and the whole team. team. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we're like in sync. We must <laughs> we be married be. or something. <laughs> but you know what? Our heart is for all of us to be rescued from a world that constantly tries to erase us in and out of the womb. Right. That's why we can't settle for ad slogans and mainstream media sound bites. Right. We have to dig deeper. Yes. We have to understand the worldview that is being shoved in our collective faces yeah. and see it for what it is. Our challenge is to figure out how we respond in truth. And love. Yes. And Those with some, two have to be together. Yes. And with some game show humor. And too. with some okay. Always, always, always <laughs> some humor, some sarcasm. Right. Second Corinthians 4 4 says, The God of this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. As a result, they don't see the light of the good news about Christ's glory. It is Christ who is God's image. So our hope and our prayer is that what we're doing here shines his loving, redemptive light on the human condition. Because we can talk about all of this so that we have the knowledge and the education to move forward, to press into truth and to press onward with truth. And that's when the light shines. And that's when the darkness is dispelled. And that's when people's lives are changed. And that's when eternity is impacted. Hey, we'd love to know what you think of the podcast. Go to lifehaspurpose.com and give us your feedback. You can also listen and download our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Remember, whatever may come your way. And no matter what people say, your your life life has purpose. purpose.